Hi, I'm Elena Ferretti, Brand and Marketing Manager at Ariad, and this is Through the Maze, a series where professionals from our community are sharing stories and lessons from the twists and turns, dead ends, and successes they found in their careers. Today we're talking with Peter DeVos. Peter is a marketing automation specialist, currently working with NCOI and Accent Jobs. And if you'll notice, that is multiple roles. And the reason this is is because Peter works as a freelancer, which is what we're going to talk about today. Hi, Peter. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Thank you for having me. So my first question is, what made you decide to become a freelancer? Well, I um, worked many jobs uh, until uh, I became a freelancer. And that is something that I really like. I really like to uh, think broad, eh? do some design, do some coding, do some project management. And in the last job, I realized during COVID eh, that I was doing all those things myself. And I said, maybe I like working from home. Becoming a freelancer just was a natural evolution of all the jobs that I did. Eh? And I thought it maybe it's time to start working for myself. And since becoming a freelancer, what do you find are the greatest value that you get out of this career choice? Well, you have a very close one-to-one relationship with your customer. And there are no companies between that. And there are no other colleagues. It's just you and the customer. And they really value your advice. As a freelancer, you have to be able to step up your game. You're just not uh, one of a team of 10. No, you're the guy there to maybe to uh, to fix things, to really get things going. And um, yeah, as a marketing automation specialist, you have to earn that name, the specialist. So uh, yeah, that's why they, they hire me and I get great value out of that. And just being respected um, for my opinion. And actually, they really want me to give them feedback, not just do what I'm, uh, what I'm told. And that's the biggest, uh, thing I get is. Did you, were you surprised by anything when you made the shift from being a, let's say internal employee to working on your own as a freelancer? Well, I did try it before I was, uh, self-employed, uh, after hours eh, as a part-time. Uh, so I had a little bit of knowledge of what it was. Uh, being uh, self-employed and being a freelancer. Um, and I continue working with the same clients. So for me, it was a natural process. And I still do the same things I did when I was an employee. Uh, but of course, uh, you, do, you need to do bookkeeping. Eh? You need, do need to do taxes and stuff like that. So if you're not good with that, eh, then freelancing might be something you have to uh, think about twice. But for me, it was a natural evolution and it was time. And now I'm a freelancer for two and a half years. And every day, every day I think I should have done this much earlier. <laughs> so, um, What are the biggest challenges that you face also in this, in this style of yes. career as freelancing? Yes, I understand. Um, so freelancing is a business. You are a business. I don't have any employees, but I do work together with Ariad and other companies. Um, and not everybody plays nice. Eh? Businesses can be cutthroat and it can be really hard. Uh, and I have been sued. I have literally been sued before. Eh? So you have to be prepared for that. And not everybody plays nice. Um, but for the most part, it's been a, it's been a very positive uh, evolution for me. What do you think are other benefits 
potentially for a freelance style career versus yeah. employment. You get the, the opportunity to make your own choices. Yeah? When you work at a company, you're always limited by yeah, what they decide is good for you. Yeah? Hardware, maybe you want another computer and, and it's not available, or you want another company car, or you want to earn more, and they say, okay, sorry, that's not possible because everybody is on the same wage and stuff like that. So you get total freedom in that. Now, you need to be able to handle that freedom. If you make 10,000 euros and you spend 15,000 euros, <laughs> you're not going to be a, b a very good business, of course. Um, but for me, uh, I was always motivated to be, to be free and to make my own future. And if I wanted to work harder and make more money, I wanted to be able to do that. And in some jobs, it's not possible. You work harder and maybe appreciate it, but it doesn't mean automatically that you're going places. And as a freelancer now, I have a lot of uh, uh, I have a lot of companies that I work together with, and I do a lot of stuff after hours and before hours and between hours, and it's all adding up to a company that's that's healthy, eh? and it's giving me the freedom to do whatever I want. Eh? If I really want that high-end computer, I can buy it. If I want that big screen to help me work faster. I have, I have worked at companies that said, we're not going to give our employees a second screen because it's 200, 250 euros. Eh? And I'm thinking you're going to earn that back in like a half a day with productivity gains. So I'm very happy that I can work with clients, eh? but also do my own thing. And thinking about maybe you yourself or others in your same position, what kind of qualities do you think are important uh, or soft skills, let's say, specifically for, for freelancers? That's a very good question mm -hmm. uh, because you do need some. Uh, if you are, for instance, a developer and you like nothing more than just being in your corner at your computer 10 hours a day, just typing away your code, by all means do that, but be an employee. Uh, if you... Um, have motivation eh? if you always think about the next thing eh? you want to grow you want to improve uh, then eh? and, and uh, a business doesn't uh, scare you being a business owner because being a freelancer is being a business owner then I think eh, you can uh, think about being a freelancer I think a lot of people I see uh, who are freelancers they also have parents who have their own business or they know people who motivate them to become a business owner You have to see it as a business. It's just not just a, a choice like, okay, I'm going to be freelance or not. It's a business and you have to see it like that. I think it's interesting you mention having influences in your life Indeed. also because perhaps it can be seen as a culture, a mindset yes. in that sense. Indeed. Do you have any uh, networks or communities where you either grew into this mm -hmm. or, or you get support currently? I have uh, one um, friend of mine and uh, he uh, has uh, um, shops in hearing aids uh, and he started with one in, in Belgium and now I think he has 60 or something. It's it's amazing how it grows and he's like 10 years younger than me. And so he's been a big inspiration uh, for me. Uh, his name is Tom. Hello, Tom. <laughs> and uh, so you have to have uh, um, examples, uh, people who you look up to and who motivate you and he showed me things and he explained me things like you have to take care of that eh? insurance and stuff like that and practical things because that can be a big part um, of, of your job 
And if you work five uh, days a week and you have no time left for that and your bookkeeper says, hey, where are your numbers? I need your numbers today. Uh, it's not going to end well, I think. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Tom uh, really helped me uh, with big decisions, uh, how to work together and stuff like that. Yeah, and if you have people like that in your uh, neighborhood or even your parents, as I told, uh, then that's a good starting point. How about, let's say, workplace relationships? Mm -hmm. That's something that a lot of people get a lot of value from. Freelancers are often seen as these lone wolves. Uh, do you think that's a true stereotype or do you also have a sense of, let's say, co-workers in, mm -hmm. in the world? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of companies, they need to use freelancers eh, because uh, more and more uh, in development, in the development community, at least as I see it, bec are becoming freelancers. Um, but they do require them to be part of the team and eh, not indeed be the lone wolf. And with my skills, which are all over the place, eh, I'm usually the one that connects the marketing department with the management department, eh, with the graphic designers and copywriters and stuff like that. And and they really see the value then of a freelancer because indeed eh, is the guy who comes uh, to uh, to work with maybe a company car that they cannot have. Eh, and they know also that we are not the cheapest persons in the world. But of course, we all we also take all the risks. Eh? You don't see that. Um, but I'm me personally. I have a very good relationship with all my customers. Um, they see the value. I try to make them also more valuable for their company. Eh? Try to learn them because that's one, of course, of the biggest risks of hiring a freelancer. If they come, they do six months of work and they're gone, and nothing is logged or nothing is uh, written down, then the knowledge is gone. And so good companies integrate freelancers into their team, make sure that the knowledge gets spread and do a team event uh, some, uh, uh, sometime. Uh, so they really become part of the team. So Peter, what advice would you give to anyone out there who is considering to make the same change that you did and potentially be a freelancer? So I would say, don't be afraid. Eh? If you feel like freelancing is something for you, it probably is. Eh? It's not something you're going to be pushed into. It's going to be uh, your own decision. And let's face it, eh, if you're in the right sector, like IT or uh, uh, anything um, related to uh, digital marketing or something like that, there is always a fallback with a regular job. Eh? But I think if you really are freelancer material and you start it, you definitely won't go back to being a normal employee. As a freelancer, I also imagine it's best to just specialize. I should have my brand so that it's very clear what services I offer. Do you have any advice when I'm specializing in that sense? Yes, absolutely. Uh, do something you really like. As a freelancer, you're not going to be pushed into a job that you may not like. You can have different companies you work for, different customers, different partnerships. And if you really know what you're good at, just and what you really like, just do it. I mean, for me, I've been working with computers for over 35 years now. It's a hobby. It really is a hobby. It's trying to find that error, trying to fix that problem. I like it a lot. I want to keep doing that. If you can do that all day and make, yeah, hopefully yeah, uh, a nice uh, chunk of change, then yeah, the sky is the limit. 
Peter, thank you so much for joining us today. If anyone wants to reach out to you, connect, ask a question, can they find you on LinkedIn? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. My company name is called Markably. So if you look uh, that up, <laughs> you will definitely find me. Thanks so much. Okay, thank you very much. Are you a digital marketer in Belgium or the Netherlands? Ariad has open jobs ranging from performance marketing to e-communication, UX, project management, and much more. We offer both freelance and in-house opportunities, and you'll work exclusively at leading brands. Join our ambitious network to build your dream career and the future of digital. Check us out at ariadgroup.com and follow us on LinkedIn for more. Links are in the show notes. Ariad, your guide through the maze of change.